This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. Stronger on Friday, the November contract jumps 20 cents at thirteen sixty one per bushel. September soy oil rises almost a full cent at 63.2 U.S. cents per pound. September soy meal gains $3.20 at 358.40 per short ton. Corn futures are higher on Friday. The December contract is up 6 cents at 579 per bushel. Chicago oats are stronger with a December contract vaulting 16.5 cents at 484. Wheat futures are stronger as well on Friday. Chicago September increases 18 cents at 771 and a half. Kansas City September is up 13 cents at 751 and a half. And Minneapolis September rises 16 cents at 948 and a half. That's a look at the ice futures and the Chicago markets for Friday morning, August 13th. For Markets Farm in Winnipeg, I'm Glenn Halleck. The demands and long days of the harvest season are ahead. So now's the time to get the equipment you need to work more productively and harvest more savings too. Visit Butler Farm Equipment in Fort St. John during New Holland Harvest Days for more ways to work your best and save. You'll find great deals on select New Holland tractors, hay tools, and harvesting equipment, including 0% financing and cash back. Stop by Butler Farm Equipment in Fort St. John today for details. But hurry, harvest days end September 30th, 2021. The opinions expressed during this show do not represent those of this station. If you've missed any of this show, you can follow the podcast at energeticcity.ca. Now, an in-depth look at the news and information shaping our community. This is Moose Talks with your host, Doug Craig, on Moose FM. Welcome to the program. A little later on, we're going to be speaking with RCMP Corporal Greg Jadoen. He will uh, join me to talk a bit about his great bicycle challenge that he's doing to raise money for kids' cancer. He's raised quite a bit of money so far. We'll talk to him a bit about why he's doing it and just how much he has to bike uh, to get into this challenge. But first, the Fort St. John Arts Council announced this week that they're looking for input from the arts community about a community hub here in the city. To talk about what exactly that means, we're joined now by Fort St. John Arts Council Vice President Margaret May. Margaret, welcome to Moose Talks. Thank you very much. Great to be here. So I thought we'd start with this. For people who don't know, can you kind of explain what the Arts Council does? What, what do you guys primarily do? Well, the Arts Council is, is sort of a... a umbrella organization we think of ourselves we're made up of member groups of of arts groups and um in artists individual artists are, mm-hmm. are welcome as well but um that come together to exchange ideas and sort of network and the arts council itself our, our role is to advocate for the arts in the community to um to educate mm-hmm. uh, the community about what's going on in the arts and also sometimes we will we'll initiate projects where we see a gap so we we look for needs in the arts community and things that the community you know would be good for the community to launch for for instance i mean high and ice was was an initiative that the arts council started and then it passed on to the city to run it so that you know is sometimes our role just to see a need in the community and and try and fill it or try and get somebody else to fill it Mm -hmm. or to advocate 
um, for the for a healthy and vibrant arts community in Fort St. John. So you have member groups, as you said. So say somebody who's got a dance studio or an improv club or 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 like Potter's Guild, for example. Like they're members of the council and as such contributed to it or have you guys help them uh, it, I mean, it flows both ways, and yeah, yeah those 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 groups are right? the, the the dance societies are members, the Potter's Guild, the uh, visual artists, uh, yeah, the Stage North mm-hmm. are all members, and yeah, we try to advocate for them, and of course they support us in turn with with our projects and initiatives. Nice. So okay. it's and and it's a great networking too, networking device. We all come together, we meet once a month, and we talk about what we're doing, and we support each other's. And share information. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I have to ask, how much work do you guys kind of do with the city then? You already kind of mentioned High on Ice, for example. And uh, before we started the show, uh, the scavenger hunt that's going on right now, you guys have been working with the city on that, eh? Yeah. Uh, we. I mean, we work with the city. As, as we were chatting before, too, the city does, you know, support us in terms of a, a permissive tax exemption for our, our space. They mm-hmm. um, give some financial assistance to the member groups. And we, and we collaborate with projects whenever we can. And as you mentioned, the BC Day scavenger hunt is going on with the Adirondack chairs that are popping up in different places in the city, and and we provided the chairs and did the painting, and and uh, and again, yeah, when we, we worked together in High and Ice, and uh, the flower pot project, the banners, we collaborate with that. Those banners that are hanging around the city as an arts council um, project with that we uh, partner with the city on that. So yeah, whenever we can and whenever it works, we we do. Okay. Uh, how how are you guys kind of different and separate from and or work with, for example, the North Peace Cultural Center and the society that? Uh, um, well, we're uh, we're separate entities. Yeah. I mean, there is some overlap, as there is with all of the groups. I mean, there's not one of us on the Arts Council that doesn't have multiple hats. In fact, sure. we often come to the Arts Council because, through a member group. Mm-hmm. But they, I mean, <laughs> it's a long history. But to make it short, I mean, the Arts Council was sort of the initiating body that started the, the cultural center. I see. Um, they started the, the process to build it. Um, but then the, the cultural society spun off in the back in the 1980s when it became clear that we were going to go forward with it and became an independent society. Um, with the sole purpose of building and then running the cultural center, so it was so there we're separate, and of course we again we collaborate with the cultural center. We do, um, pro- we've done projects with them over the years, and and the the fact of the cultural center, a, hap- a thriving cultural center, we are all in favor of. So um, we definitely want to see it. Um, thrive and and survive Mm -hmm. i think one thing you said also before uh there's a good way to sort of differentiate which i didn't really realize Mm -hmm. was happening um there are classes and stuff that uh you know teach people how to paint and and you know these sort of Mm -hmm. things that happen at the cultural center but that's primarily for presentation of the arts whereas you guys kind of more so uh handle in this community hub when we talk a bit about that in a second would be more about Here's where we make the art. I, I think you yeah, said exactly. Sue, uh, Sue Popescu well, had a funny way of putting it. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, as, as it was surprised, nobody. The, 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 <laughs> the initiative that we're, we're engaging on right now was um, sort of started by Sue and pushed by Sue. Um, and, and she always said, of course, she was a prime mover behind the building of the Cultural Center. But she said, in all the years I've known her, she's always said the Cultural Center was meant primarily to be a presentation space. Mm-hmm. And yes, we do have, there's programs there, there are classes there, which is, which is great. Um, but, but primarily, it's, it's a place, as she described it, where we present the widgets. But we need to have a place <laughs> to build the widgets. And that's where we have found and we have been for many years, been short. Yeah. Of space, we we need the space, dedicated space for artists 
to create whatever it is they create, whether it's rehearsing for uh, theater or music or or uh, the Potter's Guild. I mean, mm-hmm. we, the Potter's Guild has a space at the current Arts Council um, building, and they're bursting at the seams. Like, mm-hmm. they have n- no room to expand. Okay. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of other groups that find themselves in the same. So, yeah, as she put it, got to have a place to build the widgets before you can present them. But that's that's the differentiation between one's sort of for creating, one's for presentation primarily. Okay. So you're asking for input from the arts community about a creative hub, and uh, it's sort of like, a, I guess, a feasibility study is the way it was put in the release uh, that I saw. Um, tell me a bit about what this creative hub, like what, what the purpose of it would be. Is it an expansion of the arts post building? Is it more than that? Well, it's building capacity. I mean, basically, yeah. it would replace well, where we are. We're now in a rented space, and we sublet um, space to the spinners and weavers and the potters, and we have an area where we can do classes and meetings, but it, it's by no means adequate for the needs of the community. So mm-hmm. so what we, you know, our dream is to have a creative hub where the groups can come together and, and you know, pool the resources in effect because, of course... You know the nonprofit groups are always um, strapped for cash, and we're not even restricting it to nonprofit. I mean, if it's somewhere where professionals wanted to to rent space, but have space of all kinds available that that is you know quality space. So there be, would probably be a potter's a potter's studio and and place where the quilters can set up their you know their equipment and leave it there, and place mm-hmm. where people can come and have painting classes, and and then place where we can have things where we haven't even thought of yet really because we were of course the more we chat the more excited we get about what the possibilities are and wouldn't it be cool to have a glass blowing you know place where you could do something like that because and i think when we were chatting before we we used the expression if you build it they will come (laughs) so if you have the space they then the capacity and that's what we lack right now these groups and and artists will flourish Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the potters have grown amazingly since we've had the space in the arts post, but now they're stuck. Mm-hmm. Now they can't. They, they're stuck to grow any further. So that's what we see. We will see just arts and culture growing because they have that space to do it in. I see. Now, I may be jumping ahead a bit, but uh, is there like a model maybe that you're following that uh, you see other cities have done or towns or whatnot that that this maybe the idea came from essentially or or is that sort of we're too early to kind of be at that yeah a little bit too early in fact this is what this process is now this because as you rightly called it it's a feasibility study and that's kind of the first step to see what is possible what is what is available what they would suggest i mean they will probably present us with um with ideas and we've we've hired uh, expedition management consulting to conduct a feasibility study and i can't let this interview go by without acknowledging the the help we got to do it because we uh, again sue mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> secured funding and um, so we're getting support from the city of fort st john district of taylor and the peace river regional district and the final piece in the puzzle was a a matching grant from heritage canada okay. so those those are in place and so this is this is a this is the first step. This is the learning process. This is what's possible. What can what can we sustain? What can we build? What what is the what do people want? And that's why we want people contributing. We have an online survey. If you go on our website at fsdarts.org, um, to um, to put say what they need. What would you like to see? What would you what do you think? this community needs in terms of arts and culture and how can that fit into a, a new center okay so is it is it just arts community members you want to hear from or is this kind of open everywhere say for example i said you know 
here's something I would like to see, and maybe as we sort of chatted about before, maybe I would do if there was space available for Absolutely. it. Is that something you want to hear about? Absolutely. We want to hear from everybody because, you know, everybody everybody can be involved in arts and culture, sure. whether it's at a, a creative level or an audience level. Like, I mean, what do you want to see people creating in the community? What would you enjoy looking at or buying or, or maybe trying your hand at? So uh, even if you've never, you know, thrown a pot in your life, I mean, would you, <laughs> maybe there's another art. Maybe would you like to do woodworking or... Mm-hmm. or yeah, so absolutely everybody, everybody who, you know, has the, even the inkling of interest in, in arts and culture in any form can get on there and do that survey and, and get your input and get, you know, hear what you, you would like to see. Okay. And that's what the, 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 that's what the consultants want. They want to yeah. feel for the community and what we want. And they're going to follow up with some, some workshops as well that we'll be announcing on, on our website again. And, so yeah, it's we're we're very excited about it. It's, you know, it's a, obviously a daunting process to go <laughs> forward and without Sue to help but to guide us. But uh, you know, she's kind of pushing us from behind, and and this was always a dream of hers, and 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 we're all very excited about about taking this first step. Absolutely. Uh, one last question uh, question for you before I let you go. Um, after this feasibility study, and you kind of get some input from the community, wh- what will be the next step in the process? Um, that. Uh, we don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to, we will take some of the advice, obviously, that comes out of the feasibility. So there are a number of groups that have been setting aside money um, with the view someday to turn it into a creative center. So I, I would I would expect, and we had sort of, Sue had sort of started talking about this before, is again, sort of following the model of the cultural center where we may set up a, an independent society, mm-hmm. which will be dedicated to um, to moving forward with that process and have some people with some expertise on that that's a little bit, you know, arm's length from the Arts Council to to move forward with the project. And that would probably, that's what we had discussed before. Um, and, of course, COVID intervened as well. And, sure. Um, so I, I can see that as being a next, another step moving forward okay. to actually be dedicated to um, to kind of taking this process to the next step, <laughs> which I, I think would be great for the community and and it's pretty exciting for us. Excellent. All right. Uh, again, where can we take this survey again? Uh, go on the Arts Council website. So if you just Google Fort St. John Community Arts Council, the website comes up. It's fsjarts.org. And, uh, and yeah, but if you, if you just Google Fort St. John Arts Council, that, that will come up. And there's a link I put on our Facebook page as well. So okay. you can contact the, you know, the Arts Council, email us um, at... Uh, Info at fsjarts.org. <laughs> to remember that, um, and you know, we'll be happy to share any, any information. But yeah, just go on our website, and 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 we'll be posting, you know, information about the workshops that will be coming up on the website as well. So excellent. So we'd love everybody to get involved. All right. Well, Margaret, we're very thankful for you taking some time to chat with us about this today. You're very welcome, and thanks for your interest. You're very welcome. That's Margaret May, the Vice President of Fort St. John uh, Arts Council. We'll be right back to talk to Corporal Greg Jodoin (laughs) right after this on Moose Talks. It's all happening now. The Ernie Sports Experts Blockbuster Tent Sale. Factory authorized clothing clearout means you save up to 60% off. Over 3,000 pairs of shoes are up to half off. Men's, ladies, kids. Top brands like DC, Mizuno, Adidas, New Balance, Under Armour, Roxy, Quicksilver, Burton, Fox, and Vans. The Blockbuster Tent Sale at Ernie's Sports Experts or shop ernie's.ca. Ernie's Sports Experts. 
When you hear the term summer fun, you think about pools, beaches, and all kinds of outdoor activities. But this summer, you can have some fun indoors too with help from Veronica's Closet. Stop in and see Veronica's selection of couples' wee vibes, flashlights for men, hmm, board games, and massage candles, which are never hot enough to burn your skin. Plus, new designer tanning and skin lotion, beautiful new bodysuits, wigs, and more. Veronica's Closet, your all grown up store on 93rd Avenue. Change is constant. At Arctech Welding and Machining, change has focused on sustainability, using new technologies and solutions to cut our carbon footprint. We've switched to recycled glass blasting material and have upgraded our diesel air compressors to electric to reduce airborne pollutants. For 22 years, Arctech has been on the forefront of industry changes, evolving, upgrading, and remaining fast, friendly, reliable. Visit arctech-welding.com. Need new flooring but overwhelmed by your options? Want a quality product without breaking the bank? Who can save you from the frustrations of choosing a new floor? Look no further than your friendly Floors First flooring expert at Bronze Flooring. You can trust our knowledgeable staff to listen to your needs, provide expert advice, and deliver top-notch service. Choose from a huge selection of quality brand names including Schneer Richmond, Firm Fit, Long Plank, and Schneer Laurentian Hardwood. From planning to expert installation, you are in good hands with Bronze Flooring. Visit us today at the Big Bronze Building on 96th Avenue. Pretty bird, pretty bird. Oh, you're such a pretty bird. If you're looking for your next feathered friend, stop into Friendly Pets. They have a great selection of sweet little parakeets and parrots in all kinds of beautiful colors. Plus, the Friendly Pets team can answer all your bird-related questions and can help set you up with everything you need to care for your bird, including food, toys, bird cages, and more. Friendly Pets, where best friends are made, on 99th Ave in Fort St. John and at FriendlyPets.ca. Watch this show live on Facebook or download the podcast at energeticcity.ca. Welcome back to Moose Talks. I'm Dub Craig. Now we're going to talk about uh, and with somebody who's doing a great uh, cycle challenge uh, in order to raise money for cancer. His name is Greg Jodoin, and he's uh, riding in the Cycle Challenge Canada, and he joins me now. Greg, how's it going? Welcome to Moose Talks. Good. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks so much to, uh, for being here. So why don't you uh, start off with telling us a bit about ourselves if we haven't been able to read the story we did on uh, Energetic City yet. Well, it, it started out as just poking around on Facebook yeah. and my uh, uh, seeing that there's this great cycle challenge. And I looked at it and thought about it and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then I thought back as to how many people I know that have been affected by can- uh, cancer mm-hmm. and pe- how many people I'm related to that's been affected by cancer. So I thought, okay, I'll, I'll throw my name in. Um, and I pledged, you know, I would raise $2,500, but I wasn't expecting to raise $1,000. So I put a, placed a couple of bets saying, yeah, there's no way I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said I would ride, you know, um, uh, for every dollar raised, I would ride one kilometer. Oh, my goodness, really? Yeah, that was not a good idea. <laughs> so it, it turns out that uh, uh, when I joined, it, it surpassed $1,000 very quickly. Mm-hmm. And now it's, when I got to $2,500, I thought, well, you know, that's going to be it. So, excuse me, I threw out a few more flyers, and it turns out that more people got onto it, and people were starting to phone me, uh, a few companies and all that kind of stuff. So I said, oh, that's great. So now we're sitting at (laughs) $9,000, over $9,000, and uh, 
Yeah, I'm riding a thousand kilometers. Wow, wow. Uh, you you have kind of the month to ride the kilometers. Is that kind of how it works? Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. Okay. So we're uh, we're not quite halfway through. Like, how are you doing in terms of the the riding kind of the commitment you've had to make for it? Uh, good, actually. The, um, at the beginning of August, I had uh, a couple health issues. Mm-hmm. I was sick, so now I'm catching up to that. But uh, if everything goes according to plan here, by tomorrow I'll have half of it done. Wow, so I'm actually okay. planning to surpass that thousand kilometers as well. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Very if everything goes according to plan. <laughs> what uh, What's kind of your schedule like then? Because I assume you're still you're at work, right, with the highway patrols. So it's not like you're you're off the whole month and have all this time to ride. <laughs> no, I, I go to work and then when I leave work, I, I jump on the bike right away and mm-hmm. off I go. Um, I'm on the road as, as much as I can, and mm-hmm. I'm putting in, you know, somewhere around 50 kilometers a day wow, okay. when I ride, uh, somewhere between 50 and 60 anyway. And on the off weather, uh, when the wind is going really sideways or rain and stuff like that, I have a, a trainer indoors, mm-hmm. uh, a smart trainer that uh, changes the tension from when I'm riding up a hill and all that kind of stuff, and I have an app that tells the uh, trainer to do so okay. and I get to see where I'm riding and all that kind of stuff and I've been doing that as well and recording that in there so that's that's helped a lot too okay. and where are you riding when you're outside like is there a route you do every time or are you kind of changing it up depending on your, on your uh, feeling? well my my base route is usually uh, riding out on the Montney road oh yeah and okay. then from the Montney I'll go you know ride up or down the 271 and hit uh, Montney itself or um, I'm hoping if the weather's good this weekend and the wind isn't going sideways, I was going to ride uh, to Montney and then across to the Rose Prairie Road oh, yeah. and then back in that way, you know. So I'm trying to change it up now and, okay. and go a little bit further every time yeah. and, and uh, surpass that 1,000 kilometers. Gotcha. I guess going down the Cecil Lake Road, that'd be really hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so avoid that one. Yeah, there's the, the, the climb coming out of it is kind of nasty. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. Um, I I have to ask this. I mean, you, for example, on Wednesday. I mean, there, you've already talked about kind of the outpouring of money that you you came unexpectedly. Uh, Wednesday, this Garen family was matching donations up to a million dollars to everybody who was participating in. It. I mean, that's that's outstanding. How does that make you feel? And how does it make you feel to know that so many people are stepping up? To donate to this cause that you were able to so quickly blow past what you even sort of in your wildest dreams thought you would be able to raise. Well, it, it was actually kind of overwhelming. Yeah. When it was all happening, I was watching it, the donations come in and my email was going off constantly with mm-hmm. the donations. And uh, it, it was actually a really great feeling, you know, uh, with people coming in with 300 and $400 and $500 donations. Um, one company uh, sent in twenty five hundred dollars. Wow! Yeah, so that and was your whole like total right there. Oh, absolutely! Shop. You know, and uh, the Garen family put a, a cap at one million dollars because they, I, maybe they thought it wouldn't exceed that, <laughs> but it turns out it went up to one point seven million dollars. Wow! <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was actually overwhelming, and and the money coming in was just phenomenal Mm -hmm. and you know i can't thank the people enough to say you know this is great thank you for doing this so much right yeah yeah i have to ask this too quick i noticed this morning i was checking out your page um it's ranking you kind of in bc and also in the rest of canada so for what it's worth uh, i think it said you're fourth in bc in total amount raised you're 18 in canada um 
Is there any sort of incentive? Do you feel like, oh, I'd like to be first, perhaps, or or first in the country? Is that does that motivate you? It, it, it does actually. Yeah. Um, uh, there's the competitive part in me that says, yeah, I want to be number one. So. Uh, again, I'll be trying to go out and send out more flyers and s- talking to people and see if I can get closer. But uh, I don't know if you've looked at the... I didn't the, see. <laughs> oh, I, won't, I won't say I saw the leaderboard, so it might be a little out of, possibly out of reach. Eh? Yeah, I think he's right over the $20,000 mark, oh, wow, so he, okay. he, he might be a little tough to touch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also wanted to ask you just about biking in general. You must be someone who liked doing this before you took this on, eh? I do, yeah. I I I put on you know a few thousand kilometers a year cycling, and I used to mountain bike race, and mm-hmm. okay. and I enjoy it thoroughly. So for me to do this is you know double fold. I'm I'm raising money for kids' cancer uh, and cancer in general, really, mm-hmm. uh, and it gets me on the bike and a good excuse to get me on the bike to keep on riding. So yeah. it's it's fantastic for me. Will this be the most you've put on in a month in your life? Yes, yeah. yeah, very much so, especially if I get to, you know, like pass that 1,000 kilometers. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'll be a new record for me, for sure. Wow. And how's your bike holding up? you probably got to keep maintaining it to keep it up, eh? Well, actually, I just bought a new bike, so okay. it was a good thing that I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, uh, I've taken it down to Ernie's to make sure everything is is uh tuned up and stuff and he, they've been pretty good about you know saying yeah don't worry about it just off you go kind of thing right so awesome. yeah the the support has been fantastic wonderful and people i've heard i've heard uh i remember the uh the uh the press release there's the name for it and it's saying hey you know you should wave it greg as uh, you're going by if you see him out and about uh has that been happening a lot are people waving yeah. and honking at you while you're trying to take your bike ride <laughs> there, there actually has been a few cars that pass by and uh, I don't get the honk of the horn, which yeah. is good because if they're coming up behind me. Scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the people wave and all that kind of stuff. And, and uh, traffic's been fantastic. They go into the opposite lane, give me tons of room and all that Excellent. kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's been great uh, alone itself, right? The support is fantastic. Wonderful. All right. So you're hoping to pass your halfway to 1,000 kilometers tomorrow. You've raised $9,207. I just checked right before the show. Uh, I, how can people get involved? How can they donate to maybe get you to number one uh, in the country? Well, it's, it's really simple. All you have to do is just Google the Great Cycling Challenge mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, find my name. Uh, there's a little bar there that tells you, you know, to find a rider. Okay. Type in my name and they can go to the donation um, or they go to what's the leaderboards, yeah. um, and uh, well, I'm number fourth in BC, yeah. so probably that hard to find. Hard to find. <laughs> yep. Okay, so just donate online. Perfect. Yeah, and absolutely. then it's they got to donate by the end of the month, I guess, for it to be part uh, of the. From what I understand, it uh, you have a month afterwards to keep on donating oh, as well. Okay. So, yeah. So there is still some time. There's still there's could... still time to to donate, but. Yeah, if I want to make that number one, please, <laughs> please <laughs> donate. It's going to a great cause. Absolutely, it is. And, yeah, I guess that's the final thing. Uh, you, It's going to kids' cancer. Uh, do you know, like, kind of specifically what that means? Is it kind of cancer research kind of initiative? It, it, a lot of it's going to cancer research. Yeah. Like, um, the Guerin family uh, have made um, a point to say that, yes, we, we're going to donate all this money to, to the uh, uh, research of cancer yeah and that's where a lot of this is going i see okay. and and some is going in to support some of the kids like if you go onto the web page mm-hmm. there's a list of kids there already that have 
cancer. Okay. And so. some of it's going into support of those kids as well. Okay. So it, the money's not going to, you know, a lot of other places. It's going a lot to research in these kids in particular. Kind I of thing. See. So it's fantastic. Wonderful. All right, Greg. Well, I really appreciate you taking a few minutes uh, from work and off your bike to <laughs> come over. By the way, did you bike here as part of, like, does that count if you just ride your bike kind of for pleasure to go places? It, Everything counts. Okay. <laughs> so did you ride your bike well, Actually, here I did. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm saving my legs. I'm trying to do a 60K ride today. Yeah, so saving wanna... my legs to get onto that and, and head out. Gotcha. Well, Greg, I'm really grateful you came by to talk to us about this. Thanks so much. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. That's Greg Jodoin. <laughs> I'm struggling with this name. Uh, he's riding in the Great Cycle Challenge Canada. Again, Google him. You can find his page and donate there. We'll be right back to wrap things up right after this on Moose Talks. After a full day of back-to-school shopping, relax at one of Grand Prairie's preferred hotels. With any stay, receive a $50 gift certificate to be used at any merchant in the Prairie Mall. Plus, you'll be entered into the draw for a Prairie Mall prize pack and shopping spree valued at $2,000. Details and entry online, gprda.com. Stay at Grand Prairie's Service Plus Inns and Suites. Enjoy newly renovated rooms, water park, and a deluxe hot breakfast included. Call 780-538-3900. Craving Pizza, So Sweet Cafe, and 250 Pizza understands completely. They offer local delivery and free delivery. Over $20 with Skip the Dishes. Call 250-785-1028 and place your order today. So Sweet Cafe and 250 Pizza is not just about pizza. Choose from garlic fingers, breadsticks, baked spaghetti and meatballs, and chicken alfredo. And don't forget to order your favorite bubble tea and choose from a wide selection at So Sweet Cafe and 250 Pizza on 100th Avenue. If you're looking for hassle-free internet services, call the Peace Region Internet Society today. With coverage throughout most of the Peace, PRIS can get you connected quickly without the hassle of contracts or bundles. Visit pris.ca or call 1-800-768-3311 for more information. Our community first. This is Moose Talks with Dub Craig on Moose FM. Our thanks to our guests for joining us today, Greg and Margaret May. <laughs> uh, for more information again about Greg and uh, his uh, uh, cycle for cancer, you just got to look him up on Google and you'll be able to find his page. Uh, energeticcity.ca is where you can find all your local and regional news and you can find links to the podcast version of this show there as well. Um, if you want to download it or hear it again, we've got all the episodes, uh, including today's, will be up there very shortly. If you want to watch the video version of this show, you can over at energeticcity.ca's Facebook page or on the Moose FM Facebook page as well. That does it for this episode. Moose Talks is produced by Trey Lopashinsky. I'm Dub Craig. Take care. Join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another episode of Moose Talks, a weekly talk show about Fort St. John and the North Peace. Napid Industries and the Fort St. John Co-op are proud to present Movie in the Park. Get out those folding chairs and blankets and join us at Centennial Park on August 27th at 7 p.m. to see Detective Pikachu. After Ace Detective Harry Goodman mysteriously goes missing, his son must try to discover his whereabouts. I don't need a Pokemon, period. And what about a world-class detective? Because if you want to find your pops, I'm your best bet. We're going to do this. You and me.
Grab some popcorn at the event from the Northern Dance Theater Society and watch Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu team up with his partner's 21-year-old son to try to unravel the mystery. Swing by a little earlier to enjoy Food Truck Friday at Festival Plaza before the movie. Savor delectable delights from Beards Brewing, Taste Buds, the Extra Mile Food Truck, the Salvation Army, and Olive Tree Mediterranean Grill, as well as a barn dance in Bouncy Castle. All that happens at Festival Plaza from 4 to 8 p.m. No registration is required. Just come and join us for the movie August 27th at Centennial Park at 7 p.m. Movie in the Park is brought to you by Home Hardware, Burger King, That Country, CNV Trailer Sales and Rentals, Rhythm Auction, and LP Peace Valley OSB. 100.1 Moose Like the sun went down just to frame your face Like they played that song just to see you sway Like that old surf shop had you in mind With what you got on making those tan lines It's like the ocean knows we're laying On this beach tonight It's like the sand's been waiting for you to come alive Cause you were for summer just like these stars we're under were made for lighting this July sky up break it down made for me and you tied up all night long over and over crash into me and pull me closer kiss by kiss one after another don't let go baby let this summer just keep on coming in Keep coming in waves Keep on coming in waves Keep coming in waves Wish I could bottle up the taste on your lips That margarita salt water sunburnt sip It's like I feel that sun right next to me Yeah, girl, your touch is a hundred degrees Boardwalks were made for dancing Flip-flops were made to lose life This night was meant to happen And girl, I was made for you Like you were made for summer Just like these stars We're under were made for Lighting this July sky up Break it down, make for me and you Tied up all night long Over and over, crashing into me Kiss by kiss, one after another Don't let go, baby, let this summer Just keep on coming in waves Keep coming in waves Keep on coming in waves Keep coming in waves
for listening to this energeticcity.ca podcast. Energeticcity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to energeticcity.ca slash join.